But today, see what God can do. He moved upon my life and gave me strength. He said if I would put out the effort and make it here this morning, that I would feel better. And that's what exactly I'm doing. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm telling you that my God is an awesome God. Let me tell you, we're just about coming to that time of Jesus coming after the church. Oh, hallelujah. And I'm telling you, he said, for all those that are looking for my appearance, I shall come unto them, praise God, and receive them unto myself, that where I am, they may be also. Well, glory to God. I'm going to sing this song for Brother James right there. I'm going to give this back to you, brother. Old shepherd mine. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. I will stand on the bank of the
God and said, stand to your feet. We'll start with a prayer. If you have a need, let it be heard, saints, let it be known. We're all family and you're not and sadness cried out the hurt the kind shepherd knew just what to say I need to know before we pray an unspoken request does anybody have one here tonight did you come with a burden Sister hurting right here. Need to pray, brother. 
We don't know the niece. We know that she's a child of God. She got a niece. Right. Brought her down to her knees. The altar is always open. That's one thing that, that I love about church. That's one thing that I love about the Lord. He says, doesn't matter where you are, you can make an altar out of a bunch of books laying on the floor. That's right. You can make an altar out of the dirt in outside, outside there. You can make an altar anywhere. That's right. And all we have to do is get down on our knees and give it to him. And give it to him. What does he say about giving it to him? Leave it. Do not pick it back up and carry it with you. Leave it. Get rid of it. It's gone. He's already cast it out. Shall know them by the fruits. 
Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit. But a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast <coughs> into the fire. Oh, my, my, my. Did that tell us something? Did that take us down to the place right at the foot of the cross and tell us that we need to inspect ourselves? That's right. See what kind of fruit we're bearing. Yeah. Oh, Brother William, now I help my neighbor every chance I get. But sometimes he makes me mad and I won't help him. Well, where's the fruit? We got a double fruited tree here. Bible says it don't exist. Come on. That's right. If evil fruit cometh out of you, then the depth of your root is in the evil soil. Well, Brother Liam, I got saved 20 years ago and was baptized and joined the church, and I've been in church ever since. I've even taught Sunday school. I've even spoke great things in the name of Jesus. I've even told about demons, cast out demons in Jesus' name. Yeah, I use you, Lord. Yeah, come on, brother. Well, what did it say over there in the book of Revelation? <laughs> said the small and great stand before the throne. The white throne of judgment. Yeah. And every man, woman, and child is judged out of those things that they have done. Come on, man. The works that they have done. Not the works Brother Bob done or Brother Ronnie, but the works that you personally, let's make it real personal this morning. Yeah. Let's get out of this group thing and get into the personal relationship with God and let's check and see where our works stand before God. Hallelujah. Now the Bible says, enter ye into the straight gate. Uh-huh. Because straight is the gate, and there is a way which leadeth unto life, but few, woo, few find it. Why do you suppose that? Why do you suppose that? Because I'm going to tell you that narrow gate is narrow. And the footprints of Jesus are not a broad way, they're a narrow way. Glory to God. I used to preach a sermon and I used to have a dry eraser board that I drew the cross on. And down at the foot of the cross, there was a lot of people started out wanting to go to heaven. I want to tell you this morning, church, that if I came to you personally and I asked you, Brother Ronnie, do you want to go to heaven? That would be the answer of everybody in this place. That's right. Come on, man. That's right. But we I want to go to heaven. Come on, brother. Now, as time went along, as the people traveled along the highway of the cross, headed to heaven, they found detours. Detours that 
went off to the side. And you know, that big crowd that started out going to heaven, everybody wanted to go. But now, suddenly, the crowd has thinned down some. Because some have touched that side street. They're still doing it in the name of Jesus. Well, I'm going to go over here and see if I can't lead somebody to Jesus. See? But God didn't lead them over there. Right. See, he led them in the straight gate. Yeah. Yeah. In their way, yes. to get to heaven. Right. Right. So I tell you, you can't lead anybody to Christ if you're not leading it yourself. You can't tell anybody about Jesus if you don't know him. That's right. And if your fruits, your fruits are of evil fruit, what kind of tree are you? Come on now. Come on. Now what did the Bible say? The Bible says that evil trees produce evil fruit. Right. And good trees create good fruit. Are you judging me now, brother? No, I'm not judging you. The word of God shall judge the quick and the dead in the last day. The word of God. Not right. William Copeland, right. not Ronnie Newby, but the right. Word of God shall judge you in the light of Amen. Amen. Right. Hallelujah. Yes. You cannot get to heaven on my coattails. That's right. You can't get there on Brother Bob's. That's right. Now we hope that we're walking in the right pathway that you might follow us to heaven. Yeah. But you can't hold on to our coattails. That's right. That's right. But surely, somewhere down the road, the Bible says that at the judgment in the book of Revelation, said in the judgment seat, and the books were open. And then another book was open, which was the Lamb's Book of Life. The first one is telling that you exist. Of course, God already knew you existed, but he kept the record. He knew when you were conceived in your mother's womb. Yeah. He knew all of that. Uh-huh. But then as you went along, he put another book in before you and you had to make a decision about it. I see it. Yeah. This was the Lamb's Book of Life. Uh-huh. The only way that you can enter into the kingdom and heaven of God is to come in through the Lamb's Book of Life. You can be written in the first book, but you can miss heaven with it because what did Jesus tell Nicodemus? You must be born again. You must be born again. Praise God. What? Yes. Can I enter into my mother's womb and be born again? No. No. That's not the birth he's talking about. We are first born in the water burst with mama. That's right. That's right. Yeah. After this, there comes a time in our life, and God knows when that is. That's right. When we must be born again spiritually. That's right. We must come to God and have a new birth. Why? Because we've come in contact with sin. Uh And sin has been a part of our life, and we've got to get out of that sin. That's right. Yes. We gotta get out of it. That's right. We can't abide in sin. 
If we're going to be children of God, we've got to get out of it. The only way we can get out of it is be born again. Right. The old man right. has to be done away with. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. The Bible said that when a child comes down to the old-fashioned altar, a sinner, yeah. and he prays and really prays from the heart with a contrite right. spirit and a broken heart, calling out upon the name of the Lord, he shall be saved. That's right. Now, the old man that went down there, Brother Byrne, the old man uh -huh. don't get up. That's right. He's buried in that altar. That's right. A new man, yes. a new creature rises up. Yes, that's right. Born in due time in the spirit. That's yes. right. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All sins before that day have been cast away. Amen. What? My, my, my. Been cast away. Yes. In the sea of forgetfulness. Yes. Amen. Right. The old demon that I used to be, Brother James, uh -huh. was buried at Calvary. That's right. Well, I never been to Calvary. Well, I was at Calvary at that little bench behind the right. prayer bench there at County uh -huh. Line Church. Uh -huh. I came to Calvary spiritually. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. All those things that I did that I'm ashamed of today and won't bring up, all those things I did were wiped away. That's right. A lot of men don't believe that. A lot of people that used to know me still don't believe it. That's right. Even after going on 37 years, they don't believe it. That's right. Why? Because they never have come in contact with the man that I did. Amen. They've never been in contact with Jesus. So it seems so impossible to take a man like I was and make him into the man I am today because they can't figure it out. In scientific terms, Brother Bob, it can't happen. Physically, by the law of physics, you can't be born again because you were already born. Spiritually, you can be born again. That's right. Amen. Hallelujah. To have our names written in the Lamb's Book of Life, we must be born again. We must come with a broken heart and a contrite spirit, calling out upon the name of the Lord. Oh, yeah. And you shall be saved. Yeah. The Bible says, Whosoever call upon me shall be saved. Amen. That's a promise. Yes, it is. Now I'm telling you, you can come up here and you can shout out the name of Jesus a thousand times and not make it from the heart and do you business. Come on. But if you come with a broken heart and a sad spirit, calling out upon the Lord. Convicted of your sins, knowing that you if you die today, if you die today, you end up in hell with a rich man and many torments. That's right. Now I'm telling you that hell is a true place. Right. And the vision of hell you have today is not even the worst it's gonna get. That's right. Because at the judgment, the Bible says, death and hell shall give up their dead. Come on. And they shall be judged out of their works. 
And he said, death and hell will be cast into the lake of fire, which is outer darkness. For the fire is never quenched and the worm dies not. That's right. Come on. Right. Come on. Wow. <laughs> wow. You know, they let them out of the oven and put them in the fire. Wow. Yeah. You know what is the most terrible, terrible thing about being in the lake of fire? You will never, ever, ever see your God again. You're not going to worry about where you see Brother William again or not. You're not going to worry about where you see your wife or your husband or not. You're not even going to worry about where your children are. All you're going to worry about is wild you. You're going to be in a place. It's just you in darkness and burning. Oh, just let me go on to hell. I'll just burn up and that'll be it. No. The Bible says there's two places that you can go when you leave this life. One is heaven. One is peace. One is joy. One is happening, and the other is hell, where you shall be tormented forevermore. Ooh, I'm telling you. Now, see the difference in the hell that we're seeing right now and the hell that's going to be the lake of fire is this. Right now, that rich man can look across the gulf and he can see Lazarus up there and he can see Paul Abraham up there. And he can see that total water right outside the gate, so he's always got a little hope. Not going to do him no good. But he's always in his mind, he's got a little hope, I might get a little touch of that water someday. Ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen. Great gulf separating hell and the peace that Father Abraham has put for Lazarus. That's right. Right. That's right. Hallelujah. You know, I know where a lot of denominations came up with the idea of paradise. Paradise is sort of a holding place that, they, that God created until Jesus was born. Right. Uh -huh. So there's no way to get into heaven except by Jesus. That's right. That's right. So they had to have, be helped somewhere in peace and rest uh -huh. until the time that they could see Jesus. When Jesus died on the cross and he descended into the depths of the earth, he went down and he preached to hell. Come on. That's right. But he also went up across that gulf and he talked to all that died before he came. Come on. Those righteous people. Because they had the desire in their spirit. Ever since they'd heard about the Son of God and, and uh -huh. coming and all that, they'd yeah. been waiting on him. That's right. As soon as they saw Jesus, they were released from that place of holding and they went to heaven. Amen. Right. Yeah. Amen. But the rich man still there in hell. That's right. That's right. Jesus came back from death and hell with the keys of both of them uh -huh. in their hands. That's right. That showed he had victory over it all. Man. That's right. Now I'm going to tell you that it was too late for that rich man to be saved. Had it not been when he 
saw Jesus, he was called out upon his name and been saved. That's right. But the Bible says, whichever way a tree falleth, so shall it lay. That's right. So if you know that last breath, that last heartbeat, and you have not made a commitment to God, but one place you go and you can't get out of there. That's right. right. I'm telling you that all A-double-L have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That's right. Amen. So everybody, I don't care how good you are, need to get saved. Amen. You've got to have that born again happening in your life. Salvation is personal. 
Salvation is personal. Y'all hear me? Personal. Yes. Well, but we might got pain in my life. I'm going to get out of the way before I come. That don't work. Did y'all not hear what Sunday school was about? How Satan is a liar and he's the author of it. And how he'll always come and entice you with more and more and more to keep you out of the will of God. That's right. You hear me? You come as you are, calling out upon the name of the Lord, and he shall save you. Now, if there's things that need to be straightened out after that, then it gets done. Right. Because God takes all the excuses out of the way. That's right. All the excuses have to leave. See what I'm saying? Praise God. Talk about it now. Glory to God. It's time that the preachers quit sugarcoating the sermon Come and build it up the house. That's right. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Right. Yeah. I want to make it to heaven and I want you to go with me. Yeah. But I can't hear you with me. You got to come with me on your own. That's Amen. No matter how much I want you to, you can't get there because of my want. But it's because of your want. Yes, Lord God, and God is sitting before you right here today. Amen. My, my, my. Brother, get a, get a song ready. Yeah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Won't y'all stand up? Everyone's laying. Oh, I tell you right now. Hallelujah. Brother girl, come help me and give this invitation. Hallelujah. 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 Lady, y'all come on. We got to get these people saved. We got to, when they come, we got to pray well. That's right. Glory to God. Ever, ever invitation from this day forward, Colleen. You come and help. Hallelujah. And anybody else that feels glad and afraid. Come on. Right here it is. Invitation. Colleen, come on, come on. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Come on, come on.